Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android... Whoa! <coughs> Lightning! <coughs> Smoke! <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read! Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho Good man, times! Ra- Macho Man Randy Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah, love to read. Talking about reading. Yeah, got a book right here. Uh-huh. Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. There's a lot of slashes in there. I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I don't have to pick up a book no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy. Yeah, because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers. Uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man, uh-huh. Huh, no. So you're telling me that I gotta pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audiobook? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. That's free, and then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. Aha, uh-huh, the show is free. I like it. Aha. Uh-huh. You know what, Macho Man Randy Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And we are comedians who, uh, well, half of us I live in Hollywood. I gravitate towards Hollywood. Yeah, I don't live here. Yeah, I, I, I bailed, man. Uh, we should I point left. out, everybody who's not in Los Angeles, Hollywood's not a great place to hang out. So we sort of no. gravitate to areas around Hollywood. There's a lot of shit. On Hollywood, literal, literal fecal matter. Like oh yeah, human and animal. Yeah, it's it is a fun game to guess what is what. But also the problem is you have to. There's no off season in that game. You always no. have to play. It's like wrestling, which we love. We're huge wrestling fans. That's why we do this podcast. Yeah. And there's no off season for us, and there's no off season for living in Hollywood, looking at shit on the ground. Sometimes the bathroom breaks are what you have to avoid. That's right. Other people's bathroom breaks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, this is a wrestling podcast. If you're new, if you're a new listener and you're like, what, what, what am I listening to? What is all this? Sounds like I found a piece of audio gold. Put it right here in my ear hole. Ma, look at the iTunes. <laughs> uh, Mamma mia, look at the iTunes. <sighs> what a mixed race family that is. Yeah, uh, Italian and... Um Miners. Yeah. Uh, gold miners. Yeah. Uh, AJ Styles' son. Yeah. Um, you just don't get it, man. No. We just don't get it. That guy, you know, that, that break. Let's talk about TNA. Let's do it. Let's talk about TNA. Did you know, I found this out this week, the impact road cost. How much it takes, how much money it costs to take TNA Impact Wrestling on the road. Do you have any idea? I don't 
have a guess, but I want to say this. Oh, you will I have hope a guess. to God that it's worth it because it looks great and finally the fans look excited. Guess for one set of tapings. How much does one set of tapings cost? Is one set of tapings like in a week or all in one venue? Or how do they do it? What's uh, their setup? Just like one TV setup. So I, I think that's two shows. So just so like uh, Impact and then... Uh, like the Sears Center. Like uh, when they went to Chicago, the Sears Center, like one set of tapings. I believe it was two shows. I don't think it's just one. I think it's two. Uh, so one recording. They like go to the venue, all this stuff, setting everything up, all the production, all that. How much does that cost? Catering, all the oil for the guys, some new Gillette uh, sensor razors for their uh, nipples. Hold on, let me think. Um, $180,000? No. Between $600,000 to $700,000. Wow. And the company running 26 tapings a year. Okay, that makes sense because that way it is two per. Yeah. So that way that's 52. Uh that equates to fifteen to seventeen million dollars a year. Well, I I wonder if that's considerably more affordable than whatever WWE is doing. They're obviously averaging. That's like, way more razors for nipples and way more oil. Those guys are way bigger, and they're blading seven feet tall. They're blading in TNA, so you got your bandages, you got your actual razor blades. Yeah, but everybody's cod- supposed to have bandages at the arena, so you know that's like yeah, that's, that's like paper clips and pens. That's in an a, that's like in their tour rider. It's like I want green M and M's and I want bandages. Yeah. They're just legally supposed to have that, so they're covered. So that's that's really expensive. No, you think so? I think that's probably pretty affordable for what they're oh, doing. Oh, is it affordable? Uh, well, why don't for... you just chip in, huh? Uh, you know what? I think I will check out the next live TNA event coming to you from... Uh, Muskogee, Blackstogger. Blackstogger. I feel like I got to buy more of their stuff now. Yeah. I feel bad. They have great looking t-shirts. It's, it's 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 strange. After this information came out, their T-shirts suddenly are now forty dollars each. <laughs> and then don't forget the shipping. Yeah, eighty-five dollars. Yeah, for shipping. So another big thing we we watched Impact Wrestling before we started the show because I you know we're we're having lunch, and some big things happened. Not maybe for everybody. Uh, remind me of the big things that you thought happened because I don't want to have like my big things be not the same big things that well, you were. You were very excited about Cowboy James Storm and his painted hat. I know. I was like, this is exciting. You started chanting painted hats. I said painted hats for James Storm. James Storm or painted hats. Which is a hard chant to follow along to for us. True, because it changes each time. And uh, that's why when we do live events... Like, I'm always complaining about the people that sit around us. I think it's because I secretly think people are complaining about us. No. Of course. Us? Yeah. Well, Enjoying we, the show? And, having, and not and, bitterly uh, yeah, our, spitting venom? Our incisive commentary, I think, always supports the wrestlers. There's just sort of a... Uh, we also give a lot of Marine chants. After a big move, we go, oorah! Oorah! <laughs> yeah. Which is a little obnoxious because we're, we're rather yeah, thin as, gentlemen. As, as men who haven't served. But at the same time, we feel like it really, really captures the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chanting ECW or yeah. this is awesome or oorah! Oorah! Did you see that fucking slam Kane did? Oorah! I think we're probably... And then chest bumps. Yeah, and then it's it's hard because... I feel like wherever, whenever we get tickets for an event, I always feel like our chairs are really low to the ground. Like we're tall guys. Yeah. But have you ever noticed that like our folding chairs are always like even when we're we'll back, with our knees and our necks. Yeah, our knees go up into our chest, and we've always got like 
a pile of junk food. We buy, always... we buy way too much food. We can't sit down with it. Oh, and then I, then you got to stand up for the uh, Pledge of Allegiance or the National Anthem <laughs> or the Salute Your Troops or whatever it is. Next time, I'm just going to sit there and go, I'm Canadian. Kiss my ass. Yeah. And these enjoy nachos, my nachos. These nachos I'm going to enjoy before they get soggy. I don't want them to lose the crispness. Yeah, I've stood up for playing National Anthems. You think it's cumulative? Yeah. I'll, hey, you know what? I'm going to stand up right now. I have nothing that I have to do. I got, like, this is... You know what, Scott? I'm going to join you. All right, so we're going to let the length of the national anthem just run through right now. I'm going to assume it's about a good three, three and a half minutes. And this is going to knock one out. For the next show we attend, if you happen to see us there and you go... If you're listening, stand up now. Stand up now. We're next giving you, you go to yeah. the event, you'll have some nachos. you have some your program, everything to look through. And you can just enjoy yourselves because right now you're standing for the national anthem as we are as well. So the bombs are bursting in midair right about now. Uh, which, okay. Where's our flag? Where's our flag, Scott? Oh, is it still there? Uh, yeah. Okay. And the ramparts. Yeah, geez, the ramparts. ramparts. Yeah, those ramparts. Uh, another thing. To, okay, so a big thing. Oh, she's probably a little bit louder. We'll talk into our mics. I'm good. Okay. TNA. Uh, next week, they're going to have, in a in a triple threat match for the X-Division, uh, Sanjay Dutt versus Mason Andrews, who is Scorpio Sky, friend of the show. He's been on this podcast. And I think you got to talk louder. No, 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 no. I, I think we're good now. I okay. I think, think that was the national anthem. And Petey Williams. The Canadian Destroyer himself, Scott. Is back. That means someone's going to get a Canadian Destroyer. I'm excited. How exciting I'm very excited. That? And that's, I haven't seen that killer move. Like, there's only three people who can do that move. Maybe it's just Mason Andrews and Sanjay Dutt right at this point. Uh, Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, he's a big Canadian Destroyer fan. Yeah, he can do it. Um, and then, Also, uh, uh, civ- uh, Human Civil Rights Destroyer, Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Uh, so that's exciting. Petey Williams is back. Mason Andrews is coming back. And then even more exciting than that is they teased what was going to be on TNA Gut Check next week. Uh, some guy. In a mask. Yeah. They said he's been wrestling for 13 Mongo, years. Mango? Manango? I don't know. Mango Manango. I thought it was El Generico, but I thought he signed with WWE. Yeah, I thought that for a second, too. And I'm like, oh, that guy's got a little bit of weight in his neck. No, yeah. that's not him. And uh, it's not. And then a guy we definitely know the name of. Scrap Iron Adam Pierce. Yes, that's fucking crazy. And they say a uh, seventeen-year veteran. Yeah, that guy has to try out. That sucks. It does suck. Like, and you, they don't let him talk. Like that double sucked. But if, even with him not talking, just seeing the look he had in his eye, where it's like, yeah, but you just he fucking. You think a guy it. in a fucking mask is gonna take my spot? Yeah, you're wrong. He looked. He looked brutal. It was like that was one of the most exciting parts of Impact. It was just seeing him for two seconds. Like shoulders and above, yeah. it's like this weird-looking bald guy. You're like, nah, probably nothing about it. But if you know who Scrap Iron Adam Pierce is, yeah, you've seen him on the mic, you've seen him live on uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. It's awesome. So that poor guy, he's probably gonna need a mask of bandages available at his local arena next week. That's right. So listeners, watch Impact Wrestling next week. Even if you're like, oh, I don't like it, it sucks, Hogan. Yeah, you know, to put all that aside, just. Just record it. Scrap right? Iron Adam Pierce is an unsung gem if you haven't heard of him. Then you will sing the gemness of his praises or the praises of his gems. Think about this. Think alone. about his jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Think about this alone. A guy that's been doing it for 17 years and you haven't seen him before. Yeah. Chances are you haven't seen him before. And think about the guys that are around that long now. This they, guy was almost in WCW at one point. Timing wise, it didn't work out. Like he turned it down and 
during the, all the stuff. This was like covered the, in uh, the Colt Cabana podcast with yes. Scott Byron Adam Pierce. I used great, to watch uh, great him, episode. I used to watch him back in the day in UPW. That's where Christopher Daniels, John Cena, like tons of guys came from. Victoria. Um, and he was another guy that was ready to go who's worked with a bunch of these guys. Samoa Joe, they've had a huge feud before. He's uh, excellent on the, on the mic, and he's an awesome wrestler. So watch. Watch and tweet, like, at Scrap Daddy AP. You know, sing his praises, watch him, plug away, and it's well worth it. Tune in for this guy. You are missing out if you've never seen him before. And if you've seen him before, then watch him again because he is fantastic. Much in the same way that that documentary won Best Picture this year, Searching for Sugar Man. Like a, a folk singer who nobody had ever heard of and they were like, oh yeah, he's as good as Bob Dylan and it yeah. blows everybody away. If you don't know who Scrap Iron Adam Pierce is and you get to see him, you're going to be like, holy crap, why didn't I know who this guy is? Yeah, a dash of Stone Cold, uh, you know, like all these elements of guys from the past, like the more old school mentality, a tough guy will beat you down and can talk a lot of shit. Oh, so good. Speaking of talk a lot of shit, I've gotten a strange memo today from Jack Swagger. Uh, oh, yeah, these placement memorandums are very strange to me. I don't understand them. I don't read them. I haven't been reading them. I do appreciate that they're all on little American flags. Yeah, he's. <laughs> that's the weird. That's why I don't read them because I every time I get one, I just sort of put it up on my desk and I'm like, yeah, all right, American. <laughs> well, I read them because they're they're spelled out in stars on the flag, and uh, he said we have a guest that uh, is an exclusive guest that no one has talked to yet. You know, Jack really, he really said he was going to get us the best guests available for this podcast, but I haven't well, seen as, him. As Curtain Jerks GM, newly appointed Curtain yeah, Jerks GM, as, which you listeners voted for. And I haven't been around, so I mean, maybe he did something on that off week or whatever, but I have not seen Scott, this guy, deliver the goods yet. Well, he got Mar Mark Warzeka back last week. Well, yeah, but I mean, we know Mark Warzeka. I mean, he's a great guest, but I mean. Do I? That man is an enigma. Is he? Yes. Okay. You know why he wears those rubber bands? I never know if he likes this. Do you know why not. he wears those rubber bands? Why? You should have listened to the episode, oh, you I, piece of shit. <laughs> I wasn't here. Why would I listen? <laughs> I was consumed with jealousy, Scott, that I couldn't be here. Well, you hey, you were shooting a, a, a microcosm. Uh, yeah, a microcosm. A tiny, tiny, uh, no-budget no. filmmaking. Yeah, film. you were yeah. shooting you were shooting a movie. Yeah. Uh, what, I, is, what is this called? It doesn't have a name yet. No, 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 but the style of movie that it's I called. think Mumblecore. So if Mumblecore. If anybody know has heard that term before, they're probably instantly groaning and slapping their head or their thigh out of joy. I don't know. You know? It sounds so cool if a, if a movie guy would say, the newest Mumblecore coming to theaters this fall. Well, it's called Mumblecore because it's so, the style is like, there's no money, so everybody's improvising their lines. There's, there's not even no money. There's all improvising. Yeah. And no it's just, script available. And it's a bunch of hipsters mumbling and looking out windows and stuff. Hipsters mumbling, windows being looked out. Mumblecore. Looked out of. <laughs> what? Windows being looked out of. Windows looking in. Mumblecore. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's going to be any good. Thomas Jane in Mumblecore. Mumblecore. Stephen Q. Sears in Mumblecore. The Q stands for quiet. <laughs> quiet 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 down trying to act uh i don't know if it's gonna be thank any you good, gollum but i'm excited because of gollum's how, in it right yeah we have uh, i actually you, you, i play gollum, gollum. i oh. i'm wearing the ping pong suit the ping pong suit the ping pong suit uh i don't know if it's gonna be any good but i think it's gonna be funny because we were so miserable the whole time making it like i was so like stressed out and anxious 
So, like, whenever you hear about people like, oh, such a great time. We had such a great time making the movie. The movie never seems like that great a time when you're watching it. I think when people are sort of miserable, then you have a better chance of, like, yeah, maybe it's a good movie. Can I tell you something? What's that? You are not ready for the talk show circuit. Yeah, I, uh, uh, yeah. So I understand <laughs> they have alcohol in the green room, so I'm not going to be like, geez, this, you mean this booze is free? This is a loose of my lips for the show. Hey, you guys, free chips. They have free chips back here. <laughs> well, uh, I'm looking at this uh, this memo here on the flag, and Jack Swagger saying we have this guest, and he's going to kick off the show as the first guest that we speak to, and it's it's a must. It's a must. So is that, was it a phone interview, or is it is the person here? I, I don't know. I, 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 it does, I'm looking at the back here, and no, I— uh, Scott— I don't want to alarm you, but I think X-Pac is behind you in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> he is. He's X. And that is X-Pac, Sh- right? That uh, he's not facing you. He's literally. He's like. He's, he's waving me off. He's waving me off like I can he's see him. Straddling. And he gave me a thumbs up. He's straddling that wheel. He's straddling that wheelbarrow, but facing away from us. Sean Waltman is here, and he's he's giving me a thumbs up, but like a a wave off of like. Hi guys, how are you doing? Oh God. Oh my God. Uh, for for the listeners at home, let me see if I can give you a proper intro. Sean Waltman is here. X-Pac to the, all of you fans out there, perhaps six, maybe you know better. X to the P to the A to the C. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, fans, Sean Waltman is not speaking. It is Sean Waltman's anus is currently talking into the microphone. Thank you for having me on the show, guys. It's a really big honor to be here, Scott Narver, Steve Sears. Oh, God. I don't... Um, I I hear you've had... <gasps> <laughs> it's it's You've been... Sorry, through, I'm a bit of a mouth breather. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been through some, you've been through some troubles lately. I've heard you got hurt. That's why I got this big bandage on my face. <laughs> you, you were in... Well, you in X-Pac or you, you are X-Pac? I don't know how to... How to distinguish the two of you. First off, let me say it's an honor to be here on Curtain Jerks. Be- before you speak, when you inhale, it really creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put a clothespin on. This is, it's, no, it's not a knock on you. I hope you just understand. No, it's quite alright. Often I vomit shit. <laughs> okay, uh, did you have some, I don't know if I have questions for you. Maybe you have something you want to say to start off, and then I can I can ask you questions from there. Well, I think I might as well address the giant brown elephant in the room, <laughs> which is I am an anus and I have been torn. <laughs> you were in a in Jerry Lynn's retirement match. <laughs> is that correct? That is correct, Scott Harbor. And on a failed Bronco Buster, you were uh, busted wide open. I got jacked in the mouth. <laughs> I got jacked in the mouth right on the turnbuckle. Is that what did it? That is that what split you open? That's what split me wide open. <gasps> so, uh, Jerry Lynn's retired. I don't know if are you are you gonna fight the turnbuckle? Are you gonna fight Jerry Lynn? Uh, what's what's? Well, I really appreciate you having me on the show because it gives me an opportunity to talk about what I've wanted to do with my life. Oh no! Now that I'm finally in the spotlight, <laughs> or any kind of light for that matter. <laughs> Yes, uh, normally you're associated with sticking it where the sun doesn't shine. This is true. Also, I seem to be associated with a lot of lowbrow moves in the wrestling community. I just want to set the record straight. 
moves such as the Bronco Buster, the Stink Face, the Atomic Drop, and now the Rear View, executed by Naomi of the Funkadactyls, I think puts anuses in a bad light in a professional <gasps> wrestling. I'm just going to turn on the AC because you seem to be sweating quite a bit. <gasps> no, I'm usually this oily. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, look, I'm glad you got the awareness out there. I'm glad that everybody is, is now aware of your plight. Um, and uh, I guess you could say it's a royal pain. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm sure. And Just like that show on USA. <laughs> My brother's on that show. He's the lead. Your brother? Yes. Who's your brother? The giant... You know, the lead, the doctor. I don't watch the show. I'm sorry. No one does. It's like he's hidden away inside of an ass. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you're on a quick road to recovery that maybe X-Pac can get you some medicinal marijuana. Not just medicinal marijuana. Medicinal pills for my mouth. <laughs> okay. But this is an opportunity for me, Scott Norbert, oh. Steve Sears, Garden Jerks, <laughs> to exercise my love. Of technical wrestling. Oh, you're a, you have a love of technical wrestling, Xbox Anus? Yes, I've always wanted to do more technical wrestling. I I honestly, I didn't know that. I, I was not aware of such a thing. I'm a big fan of chain wrestling. Okay. Catch as catch can? Catch as catch can. Okay. So... That's not really your style now. I have to admit, you're you're more. Acrobatic. I'm a slave to Xbox style. <laughs> I am but an anus. That's that's <gasps> gotta be rough. It is rough, but you know what would cheer me up? No. <gasps> just a kiss on the lips. No, 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 no. Just give me a just a little no, peck I'm on gonna, my lips. I'm gonna take the brick off of the front of this uh, no, wheelbarrow. Don't, don't take that brick nope. off. The, <laughs> Thank God we have the handicap ramp here. Yeah, that wheelbarrow just fell right out of sight. <sighs> hey, what's all this blood on the floor? All right. I don't know. Just put down one of the American flags over it. Oh, God, Scott, come on. Don't do that. What? It's it's a fallen hero. No, that's not how that flag thing works. All right. Well, I don't know. Look, I... Oh, if you do that, we're going to have to burn the flag afterwards. Well, all right. That's a proper burial, isn't it? What else are we supposed to do with the dirty flag? God, this is taking a turn. There's what? like this tiny American inside of me that's screaming, What are you talking about? This isn't okay. And then there's this tiny comedian next to him. It's like, it's satire. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know which comedian said it, but I don't know why. I, I completely agree with him. I can't, I can't remember, credit him at the moment because I can't remember who it Louis is. Louis C.K. Is it Louis C.K.? Why aren't our flags made out of... Uh, Unburnable fabrics? Yeah. That doesn't sound like a Louis That sounds it's not, like a it's Richard... Somebody, it's somebody else. Richard... Jenkins? Richard Jenkins. <laughs> no. <laughs> the guy who's got pharaoh hair. Pharaoh hair? Yeah, the guy from the 80s. Michael Richards. No, 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 no. He's got hair that looks like a pharaoh's crown. You know, where it's like... It looks like a lion's mane. Used to be an alcoholic. Uh, Margaret Cho. Richard Lewis? Richard Lewis? Okay. Isn't he the guy who says the girlfriend from hell or the something from yeah, hell? Yeah, yeah. He seems like the guy, kind yeah. of comedian, who would say the unburnable flag. Sure. The un, You know, the unburnable flag <laughs> the, bit? <laughs> that classic vaudeville gag? Well, that's what it should be. And then that way it would just burn off all the blood and shit. Well, I'm sure the flag building companies in China... Don't want to use unburnable fabric. Well, well, I guess that's their prerogative. We asked on Twitter this week, who needs a WrestleMania 29 match that doesn't have one? You know who every single person responded with? Christian. No. Funaki? <laughs> no. But that would Brooklyn be cool. Brawler. Uh-uh. Antonio Cesaro. Yeah, he's got a belt. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, a championship. He's got a championship. Uh, I agree with the man should have a match because he's really good. I don't think it should be because he has a belt. Or championship. Yeah, I mean, you need a story. You need like if they, if there's if they're gonna be building from it or they built to it, then that's why you have a match. But you don't need one just because. Yeah, like everybody with a title doesn't need to be on the show mm-hmm. because there's too many titles, so it doesn't need to be the Night of Champions pay per view. That's covered. Uh, are they having a Divas uh, title match? Yes, they are. Did they build up to it in any way? Ish. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was it there? Didn't they mention that three weeks ago on Raw? Yeah, Kalen just called AJ crazy, and then AJ was there, and then they beat each other up and then so AJ she's the number one contender aj is the number one contender that's right i think she's gonna i'll save it for our save. i'll save it for our video package of wrestlemania predictions scott narver that's right uh good plug Look at there talking Steve like a guest <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not gonna be on next week yeah sorry uh, uh yeah who's Steve. coming back <laughs> uh well, i'm gonna get xbox anus back on the okay, show yeah uh steve brought up uh now with special correspondent <laughs> xbox anus wrestlemania battle scarred xbox anus now with battle damage so many hit points lost. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania Sh- 29 points. predictions on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks podcast. It'll be the full rundown. Uh, that's right. I'm going to tell Steve about the entire card that he's not aware of. And, I, and I'm going to get excited to watch it on, uh, on uh, Sunday. It's Sunday. That's no. right. It's coming up. So uh, we go to YouTube and check that out there because that's the only way you're going to hear our predictions. Currently, Steve, right now through Monday, April eighth, Xbox Live is having WWE access for WWE thirteen. You know Did all you just the say download- Xbox Live, Xbox. Oh, sorry. Uh, is fifty percent off? That's where you get all your downloadable content. Oh, for the games? Yeah. Wow. That's that's because they're also showing WrestleMania on Xbox Live. This they uh, said there's going to be an app that was supposed to be out as of today. The they were recording on Tuesday. Uh, it's not out yet. That's very strange. Because yeah, you're supposed to be able to watch WrestleMania. I don't know if they're going to show more stuff on there because I still want the app. There was talk also that they were going to move all pay per views eventually to the WWE Network. Do you think they're yes. still going to do streaming stuff through Xbox and PS3 and stuff like that? They should. They should. It seems like if you're going to take it off the basic pay-per-view provider, you might as well sub- like put it to the other communities that are already built-in fans. Like yeah, it's on Hulu Plus. Uh, you know, there's now a Redbox app. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's all these apps that keep coming out. It seems like they should just have one too. That you should just. Yeah, we talked about this a, a year ago, Scott. That WWE is completely lacking. As a, is TNA. In a comprehensive app where it's like, yeah, as access is TNA. to pay per view. TNA should do whatever. it as well. Yeah. Like, whoever can get it to, to the most people the quickest and cheapest, you know, that you don't have to steal it and stream it in other places. Like, if, if it was $8 a month and then you had to pay for the pay per views on top of it. Yeah. Or if it's the free Imagine app. a Netflix that is entire pay per views. UFC it, has one. Yeah. UFC has a an app that they it took a while to uh, work out all the kinks, but if you don't have cable, uh, you could still buy the pay-per-view on the app. You know what? I bet anything it's licensing and advertising. You have so many ads like for like UFC, for Bud Light or whatever all over the place that they probably are like, well, wh- how are we going to do a deal with that if we're going to have – if it's going to be – if we're now going from two known – like the, uh, the pay-per-view date and the encore showing like all week long, what if it's now – People can watch that a thousand times. How like do we reorganize that sort of deal with any sort of sponsors or promoters? I bet that's the only hiccup, besides you know, them not knowing how to do cool stuff. You know who could fix this? Who's higher up in power in WWE? I bet I do, but you could probably let me know also. Brad Maddox. 
God, that guy can fix anything. He's a young, hip guy. He, he knows what the what is. You know what I think the best part about him knowing the what what is also his sweet comedy stylings. Mm-hmm. He just sort of peppers it in there. It really makes me feel uncomfortable. But maybe that's because he's hitting a nerve because that's what good comedy does. Yeah. <laughs> Flag burning. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve, a big thing happened on SmackDown this last week. I didn't see it. I was really worried about it because I feared what. I was on set. Oh, I was sleeping in on a someone. car. I was sleeping on someone's floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't they have a couch? No, the other co-star got the couch. I got the floor. Oh, uh, why don't you just drive home? It's far away, man. Where I could have slept in the car. Where were you? Santa Barbara. That ain't far. I know that you have a commute from your special bunker, private jet bunker to the, the world's coming to an end. Steve, the current jerks podcast penthouse. Um. On SmackDown, there was a certain someone that interacted with The Rock. I'm sure all our listeners know who it was. Oh, this is uh, the surprise. This You wouldn't tell me who this was. I didn't want to say because I, I didn't want to jinx Hornswoggle. it. I didn't want to jinx it because I didn't want this person to walk in and then just interrupt the entire show. Vicky Guerrero. Oh, I mean, th- those are regular characters you see on the show. Uh I don't. I have no idea who could possibly be, and I'm sure it's not going to be He's surprised. back! He's back! Oh, yeah! John Laurinaitis? Yes, indeed! I can't believe I missed your appearance on SmackDown. That's right, people think nothing interesting happens on that show. Oh, contraire, mon frere! I was on SmackDown, interacting with the biggest movie star of all time. Uh, Humphrey Bogart? Harrison Ford? Will Smith? Tom Cruise? The fifth? Biggest movie star of all time. Julia Roberts. The sixth greatest movie star Brad of all Pitt. time. The blackest and Samoanist movie star of all time. The uh, Rock. Car- oh. <laughs> Beat you to it. Yeah, not Carl Weathers. Oh, we had a good time. We bantered back and forth. He he wants me to be his tag team partner. Really? Yep. We're going to be best buddies. We're going to hang out all the time. We're going to pick I, up I'm, on some ladies. I'm surprised. Why, why didn't Pain this segment... and Gain is going to be recast. It's already been shot. It's going to be recast. It's already been shot, and it's coming out. Yeah, but you can still edit last minute. You think you did a movie? Oh, Rock and I are doing a mumblecore. Pain and Gain. Are you playing Tony Shaloub's character or Mark Wahlberg? or? Anthony I'm playing Axel? Mark Wahlberg's character. Wow. Look at his stomach. God, Jesus. Look at it. Where did you get that tattoo? I got it from The Rock. It's tribal. It's very tribal. It looks like a tribal belt, a championship. It is a tribal championship belt. That's right. Is that your face? You look like that character from the Sprite commercials with the wavy hair and the big sweaters. I put it on in the center so that way you know it's my belt. How just like Zack Ryder's belt, how, just like... How uh, did I miss this segment? It seems like it would have been all over the place. There's no way you could have missed it. You clearly must have watched it. I didn't watch it. How could that be? SmackDown is the most exciting, popular show of all programming. I don't programming. have UPN. It's, it's more exciting than Royal Pains. It's more <laughs> oh, exciting that show? than Monk. It's more exciting than Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's more exciting than all those shows. Completely unpredictable show. Now... You know, the way you're describing it makes it sound like you probably... I'm just guessing, but you and The Rock probably exchanged some words, and he probably called you a candy-ass jabroni. I'm just guessing. Well, he might have said some disparaging remarks. That's because I didn't get a chance to sing for him. I was going to sing his theme song. How's The Rock If you smell, bitter boom with The Rock, ba-ba-ba-boom. 
is cooking. Boom, boom. You know what? I think you won me over with that last one. It was a good song, right? It was a very good song. I could do JBL song as well. Uh, how does that one go? Oh, ding, ding, ding. Oh, all right. If you're just going to, why don't I just sit here and I won, no, talk I won about to, I won dicks play. and buttholes just like Steven Sears. I don't. Look at me, everybody. I'm Steven Sears on Curtain Jerks. What's a dick do? It goes in a butthole. Comedy. <laughs> you know, sometimes when it's straightforward like that, comedy can really make you think. All right. Well, look. Look, I'm, I'm on the fast track to being a popular star again. I don't need to be your GM. I know you didn't vote for me. I did not. I didn't. No one voted for me. I like, Actually, I didn't think I was allowed to cast votes because I'm one of the hosts. Well, you could have voted for me, you jackass. Well, John, I feel like every time you come on the show, we get a bit of a ratings something, either a spike or a dip, and I'm just, you always make me laugh, so... You want a bottle of water or something? Yeah, I want a bottle of water. Yeah. Hey, why don't you have a seat in one of those recliners over there? Why don't you watch the rest of the show? All right, I'll watch the rest of the show. All right. And but I could be hanging out with The Rock if I wanted to. No, you totally could. But we you have know some what? reshoots for a mumble core. But you get to hang out with us today if you're up for it. Okay. So, I, look, try to keep your voice down. But if something really is burning a hole through you, why don't you say something? Well, okay? I might sing it. All right. There you go. Yeah. Man, I missed a segment with John Laurinaitis and The Rock on yeah, SmackDown. It was it was pretty uh, on television. I don't know how else you could describe it, huh? <laughs> it was all right. It was fun. Were they both wearing suits? Uh, no, The Rock doesn't dress up. He's the WWE champion. He's yeah. a part-timer. He gets to wear workout clothes. Yeah, I was about to say, he always looks like he's coming or going to the gym. Yeah, that whole dress code thing apparently is full of shit for The Rock. I miss those big silk shirts. That leather vest he used to wear? Oh, those $500 shirts that he always used to wear? Yeah. They looked like circus tents from the future. Did you want to wear those shirts back yeah, then? Yeah, didn't you? No. I knew I couldn't. Like, yeah, no, I knew I couldn't wear them either, but you, you could. S- really? You could sooner pull it off or just be like, yeah, I'm fucking eccentric. What of it? <laughs> yeah. I remember there was one episode of SmackDown where the, he, the Rock went to one of the stores in Miami. Yeah, and he's shopping and, and for he shop it. it. Like and, the fucking weird and the lady sto- coats and stuff. Yeah, but it was like the name of the like shop was like, Black Guys After Church, the shop. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like there was this black guy, I remember, and he was like, they had these silk shirts that literally – they looked like bed sheets in some sort of like yeah. castle. It was so bizarre, and it was like, "Yeah, I don't have to button shirts either." <laughs> those were those were super weird psychedelic you, but shirts. You, did you ever want to wear them? Uh, well, that in like that encompassed having a whole another body and you know feeling good about myself and everything. So, <laughs> like you wanting those shirts was like a much deeper, darker sort of desire than just like, yeah, what a crazy shirt. Tank tops fall into that category for me. Really? Yeah. See, but that's the thing is, in the seventies, Scott, like with your body type, you could wear a tank top corduroy pants and belt and like platform shoes and a gigantic cowboy hat and it would have been perfectly acceptable i was born in the wrong era yeah we both were god damn it well it's time for jerk tweaks every week sent, uh go you would have been a manager they would have called you the cattle wrestler <laughs> uh go to twitter.com what's that smell it's the cattle wrestler <laughs> watch out he's gonna he's gonna cold cock you <laughs> Don't turn your back on that manager. <laughs> Twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. This week, uh, Queen City Psycho says the dust from the urn. Whose ashes were they really? This is uh, alluding to 
Monday Night Raw with CM Punk and The Undertaker and that whole segment with uh, CM Punk beating The Undertaker down with the urn. Well, who's died in, uh, I was going to say in movie land, in uh, wrestling <laughs> land? We've got our Paul, our Paul Pringles. <laughs> our Paul Pringles. We've got our Paul Pringles, uh, Rip. And um, who, like storyline wise. I know whose ashes they were. Yeah. I, you want to say it at the same time? Yeah. One, two, two three. Katie, Katie Vick. Vick. Yeah. yeah, all right, you're good. Yeah, they they were Katie Vick's ashes. Everybody's so upset. It's like, oh, it's Paul Bears. It's in poor taste. There's been ashes in that thing forever. That's why it was so offensive. It was so offensive because it was Katie Vick's ashes. Yeah, again, like from the get-go, from a long time ago when Paul Bear and Undertaker first started, Katie Vick is a big gal. Yeah. They don't represent her right on TV with that whole, you know, reenactment segment. She's a hefty dame. Like, uh, no fat chicks, that whole thing. Came from Katie Vick. Kane from Katie. Kane from um, Katie, Katie Vick. Vick. Yeah. So, th- yeah, those were Katie Vick's ashes. Well, that, I think that's actually, I mean, and that's not just retconning anything. That just involves Undertaker and Kane's connection from the very beginning. They had that urn. Yeah. They and sh- Katie Vick was the. They shared her. They, they're brothers. Like, they tag teamed that. Yeah. Uh, lovingly and respectfully. Yes, of course. They took their... Uh, they hey, took their what? They took their, their <laughs> turns. They took their dickers. <laughs> they took their turns because they're a tag team. They had to tag in and out, you know? Oh, that hot tag, let me tell you. <laughs> the Brothers of Destruction? Yeah. Why do you think they got that name? They were tall. Uh, yeah, and they destructed her. Jeez. Hey. That poor lady. That, hey, it, it's all right. You know, you think she's fictional, but she's not. Why do you think Kane was so upset in the first place, holding that urn and not saying anything? Because he had Katie Vick's ashes in there. Uh, because they said, "Hey, Dad, will you hold on to this for a while?" Yeah, this is like we gotta we gotta get past this, or I'm just gonna hold it over my head for the rest of my life. Yeah, you have to have a friend help you out in those scenarios, otherwise it just it looms over you. So they gave it to Paul per, Percy Pringles, pair of the third. Yeah, I was about to say good one. And uh, and then you know what happens? Then they gotta take the ashes, and then Kane's gotta hold him, and he doesn't want him, and then he tries to give him to Undertaker, and Undertaker doesn't want him, and then. Punk takes it and then smears it all over himself. Which was super cool and gross. He did it a lot. Like, the first one was, you know, across the chest, like, all right. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, Hogan's blood. Yeah, and then when he, at the end, he just kept pouring all of it out and then all over his face. I was like, that's fun. You wouldn't do that. That's just fucking gross. Yeah. Like, if those are to be treated as ashes. I'm glad he didn't do one of these. The Wait, this brings up a story for your movie. Uh, I didn't want to talk about that, but okay. <laughs> this is a great story, though. While there shooting was, your movie. There was one scene in the movie where we were supposed to be spreading ashes, and I opened up a container, and I got these ashes <laughs> on my hand, like these prop ashes. Yes. And then I sort of pretend to put them in my co-star's face, and he flipped How so? Up. How so? It was like, so I, I had them on my hand. It wasn't a handful. But okay. it was like I had a white handprint. Mm-hmm. And so my friend has a beard, my co-star, and I was going to be like, hey, and I was going to clean it off on his beard. Because in between takes were a couple of jokesters because we're assholes. And he was like, what are you doing? Get away from me. <laughs> and I was like, why? What's the big deal? And he's like, those are real ashes. <laughs> and, and that was our second take is that I found out that we were like actually using real human remains for that scene. Somebody had the brilliant idea of, well, no, not even so much someone had the brilliant idea. Someone had the additional ashes, Scott. Someone had, like, enough ashes extra. That's so insane to me that someone went, well, we're going to shoot this movie and we're doing a scene where we got ashes and stuff. Well, we should just get, like, we should just 
smoke a bunch and put them in there or a chalker, all these other different options rather than, hey, can I borrow one of your dead relatives for our shoot? Everything's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think how illegal this is. <laughs> and if I shouldn't have just told that story. Well, it's not illegal. It is actually. No, it isn't. I, I checked. Then why after- isn't CM Punk in jail, bro? <laughs> <laughs> well, just like in the same way CM Punk smeared ashes all over himself, I smeared ashes all over myself <laughs> because it's fiction, guys. Chris Bickley 5 says, It's a work. <laughs> Chris Bickley 5 says, Who will win the Superstar Video Game Challenge this year? AJ won it last year. The do, what? Do you know what, what this is? You, what are you talking? Okay. Every year at WrestleMania. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's what the scope is, y'all. Uh, every year at uh, WWE Fan Access, they always have whatever video game is out. They have a uh, like a superstar video game challenge. Where, like a tournament? Yeah. They have a tournament where basically anybody who plays the video games plays as themselves and in a tournament of like 12 or 16. And then it narrows down. And then at the end, you all the fans get to watch them playing a game really boringly. Yeah, you want to put a gun in your mouth and shoot it. And uh, years before, I know Shelton Benjamin won a lot of the times. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else has won. Like, I know- How did he have enough time to practice video games when he was wrestling so much, Scott? On the undercard? I don't know. Maybe it was after his match was over. Yeah, I or- would, I'd assume so. Uh, I'm going to go watch my tapes. <laughs> video games. Hey, video you playing games. as yourself? Uh, so... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> what an outrage. Hey, Sheldon Benjamin's playing as himself in the back. What an asshole. <laughs> so I, I've been to Fan Access before, and I've walked across and seen those booths and see them play. Oh, right in front of the TV, and you'd always say, passing, because that's what you say when you walk in front of someone playing video games. See you. <laughs> passing. Passing. Cool. Get down. Um, and it's it's really fucking boring. I, I'll bet. Whenever they put it together as a video package to show you after the fact, I'm like, here's all the exciting things. Yeah. It's a little bit more interesting. It's not really enthralling. But, hey, to know that AJ plays fucking video games? That's pretty cool. No, that's way cool. Is it? Oh, God, now I get it. A super hot girl that skips around, like, you know. <laughs> and also plays video games? Yeah, with wireless controllers. You can skip around the apartment together in the in the flesh. God, that is a very elaborate image to think about. You're welcome. Thank you, Damian Sandow. He's pretty cool. Um, so who's are they dating? <laughs> I don't know. I hope not. Gentlemen, allow me to clear this up. Damian Sandow. Yes, AJ Lee and I am dating. What? AJ Lee and I am dating. <laughs> are dating. Am dating. Uh, Damien Sandow has just walked in here, and it appears you're just wearing your robe. You're not wearing any shoes. You don't have your towel underneath, and you're speaking very oddly. Thank you for allowing me to use your shower, gentlemen. No, you didn't use our shower, did you? I did. Wait, what's going on? AJ Lee and I are dating. Oh, you are dating. Am dating. <laughs> what's going on here? Damien Sandow, is this true? Are you and AJ Lee dating? Yes. But she doesn't know it quite yet. You are going out with a Bella twin. Oh, God. What a sticky situation. This is not fair. You can't keep racking up divas like this. You can't go into WrestleMania with the... Ask me which Bella twin. Which Bella twin? I don't know. (laughs) Well, one has a boob job and one doesn't. 
Good point. Do you know which one you're going out with? I don't have any sort of spatial understanding or reasoning. So when the lights are on or off, I can't tell with my hands or my eyes. You're going out with the one that got the boob job. I am? Yeah, which one is it? AJ Lee. <laughs> this is not fair, Damien Sandow. You're smarter than all of us, and now you have a Bella twin. A beard and a beautiful body. And AJ Lee. And you get to hang out with Cody Rhodes. And you even he gave you one of his t-shirts for free. I gave him one of my t-shirts for free. Also, we're best buds. Friendship. Amigos. Gentlemen scholars together in arms. This is not fair. You and Dolph Ziggler are total dicks. It's true. You guys take up everything. You leave nothing else for anybody else. Hey, don't do yourself any favors. Don't get friend-zoned. Friend-zoned? Friend-zoned. It's like the end zone, but for friends. I'm already in it. Get out, dude. What am I supposed to do? Damien Sandow, enlighten me. I'm one of the unwashed masses. I've got something for you. You do? I do. What? Something that'll change your life, Scott. Well, I'm waiting with uh, with hands open in front Good. of you. Good. Keep those hands open. Ready? Yeah. A pair of pink trunks and a tank top. You want me to dress like Dolph Ziggler? Yes. Or Mr. Ass? If it was the 1970s, you'd be getting tons of play, my friend. I can't do this. I'm not confident enough in myself. All it takes is confidence, Scott. All it takes is confidence, and ladies will see the intelligence and the sexiness that's bubbling up inside you. So saith Damien Sandow. Thanks, Damien Sandow. Zipline! <laughs> he ziplined out of here. I'm s he went up the zipline. Oh, God, and he didn't tie his robe. <laughs> oh, great. Um, who's going to win the Superstar uh, video game challenge Who this year? cares? <laughs> Come on. Obviously, Chris Bickley. Um, I, it sounds, I, I was recently asked, why is it so much fun to watch other people play video games? And Who I asked you this? Uh, my girlfriend. Oh, okay. And and must feel nice. <laughs> well, I'm very confident. Fuck you. <laughs> Let me put this tank top on. <laughs> um, and I don't know what it was. Growing up, it seems. Oh, Jesus Christ! You hear my voice? Give me some of that coke. No, this is my Give coke. Me some of that coke. This is my fucking. I'm coke. out. I'm out of drinking you waters. Bought, I'm out of drinking waters. You bought two uh, Japanese teas at Miyako. Delay. Yeah, free free plug, Miyako. You're up for another national anthem. I'm gonna ramp. All right, uh, I can't even tell the video game challenge story of uh, WrestleMania that I went to. Because I sidelined you? I don't. See, there's your other fucking drink. Where's our fucking PA? We don't have one yet. Well, I thought Jack we Jagger was, was going to get on that. We have a GM. You wanted to hear tapes of his interviews. I did. Yeah. And then we got a live interview in the... Uh and the uh, in the po podcast penthouse headquarters. No, I'm saying you wanted to hear the interviews of his. You wanted. To I want to hear the, the interviews, interviews of him getting people the interview. You know what? Listen, we have those coming next week. Okay, good, good. Then I'll finish my story. Um, I think growing up, I'd watch my older brother play video games because I wouldn't know how. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, you getting married, huh? To a beautiful lady? Somebody you really care about? Somebody who makes you feel safe inside, huh? Gay. Oh, having some kids, huh? Gay. Oh, fighting for your country. Oh, keeping the evil away on our shores, huh? Gay. Volunteering at a homeless shelter, huh? Making sure people have enough to eat and get their lives back on track? Gay. <laughs> you guys are fags. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can't even finish my fucking story now. I'm so I'm so tickled. I'm so tickled, Scott. But like, like growing up, I wouldn't know how to play these games. My brother would be great at it. 
I later found out it was just a tape that he had made of Punch Out at his friend's house, and he would just stick the VHS tape in and then play it. For t- and he would then give me a fake controller. Really? Yeah, I found that out. That's how you played? Yeah, he his friend videotaped beating uh, Nintendo's Punch Out, and then he had it on VHS. And my brother would give me a Commodore sixty four controller, and he would put the tape in and say, "You're doing great. Look at you. You're doing great." What the fuck? Yeah, I forgot about that till just now. What a fucking breakthrough. <laughs> that seems... Why wouldn't he let you play the game and just We fail? didn't have a Nintendo. We had a Commodore 64. Our, our neighbor why had a Nintendo. Why wouldn't you then play Commodore 64? Why? Did, because it didn't have Punch-Out on it. Oh, it's for Punch-Out. Yeah. It made it seem like, well, he's just so stupid, he can't realize to play video games. So we'll give him a controller for one thing, and then he'll watch something else and think he's doing it. It was pretty cool. Wow. So but, you thought you beat Punch-Out... All the time. Oh, yeah, like at four or five years old. Wow. So, like, I was watching video games before I even knew I was watching video do games. Do we have Mike Tyson's Punch-Out here? Oh, we have the one on, on Wii. No, no, but do... The original one? Yeah. Mate, probably. I want to watch you play it after we record. I played it. I then. I want to re- see Glass Joe just knock you out yeah, I re- as you just take the controller and shake it around. <laughs> yeah, I re- yeah! I'm doing yeah! great! Yeah! Gay! Yes, I'm so gay! <laughs> Look how great I'm doing. All right, we got to answer this jerk tweet. Who's going to win this video game challenge? And another thing, Scott. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know, Shelton Benjamin? Uh, No. He don't work there. Uh, it's probably going to be a dark horse like a... Uh, 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 think of somebody who's got a character of themselves in the game. Yeah, I'm trying, that's, but it's going to... like I was thinking like Yoshi Tatsu or somebody who's... He's in the game. Yeah, but it's going to be... DLC. Somebody who's got plenty... Like, 50% I would, off right now, folks. Rex, Tyler Rex, if he, he was around. <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say uh, uh, the winner will be... Everybody keep thinking of, is injured, and I don't think they'll wheel him out for it. I'm like, Evan Bourne. No, he, he ain't going to win. Isn't uh, he in NXT? He's back. Is he? Yeah, he just came back this last week. Oh. I still don't think he's going to win. I'm going to say... plenty of time to bone up. Uh, I'm going to say it, it is Yoshitatsu. Yeah? Yes. I like that. I like I like the idea of him winning. Okay. So you go with Yoshitatsu as well? Yeah, let's go in solidarity. You hear that, Chris Bickley 5? Yoshitatsu. Uh, thanks for say, <laughs> thanks for being patient, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we have this one. I, this is a tricky one. Katana Scroll... Uh, fabulous squirrel squirrel all right fabulous name by the way one of the best katana squirrel wrote this a while back and i've been trying to get hold of the iron sheik to ask this jerk tweet uh katana squirrel says what does the iron sheik the iron sheik and adamantium sheiky baby baby think about glenn beck calling him out i've been trying to do this and he won't he won't talk he won't he won't talk to us i I don't think we've used up all of our chips, our friend chips, our friendships with uh, with Iron Sheik. Why don't we give him a call? You want to give it. him a call? I'll call him. I'll, all I'll right. do it right now. All right. I'm dialing. What? What do you possibly want? Huh? What? You got you got 20 seconds before uh, I hang up the phone on you. Iron, Shur- uh, Iron Sheik, it's Curtain Jerks, it's Steve Sears. It's I know who this is. I have the caller idea. I know. I tweet. Oh, good. Uh, then we recently uh, we received a tweet, a jerk tweet, and they wanted to know how mm. do you feel about Glenn Beck calling you out? Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck. Oh, I cry all the time. I cry, I cry. Oh, baby, he's gay. He's a gay man who cry all the time. Well, he did. He cried a lot just because he was so emotional at those rallies. Oh yeah, I don't like the rallies. The burgers taste like a horse shit. Ooh, and this one time I found a ligament in mine. 
Ligament. Ligament can just suck my ass. I don't like a Glenbeck. And don't call me again about a Glenbeck. If I see Glenbeck in a person, I fucking miss us and shove Iron Cheek dick in him and make him a humble. Uh, well, thank you, Iron Cheek. God, he, that was quick. I think that was 20 seconds. He is mad about Glenn Beck. He doesn't want to talk about him. Well, maybe maybe we can get them together sometime. You want to try and do that? Uh, it sounds like a volatile concoction that would be too good to pass up, Scott. All right. Uh, and the last trick we have here, Gail- Sort of like Panda Express <laughs> and some Diet Coke. Gail Vance 68 says, What do you guys think the worst WWE DVD ever is? So the worst DVD, the worst thing that they've ever put out there. This is a tough one. It is pretty tough. I feel like I haven't watched too many because I sort of always assume they're all very bad. Um, you, you're great because you sort of get to sort of show me. You get to go through them and show me the best one. So I've been very lucky. I am great. I don't have a girlfriend that <laughs> takes up all that other time. Straight. <laughs> straight. So straight. Uh, and so I get to watch these DVDs and check out what's going on. There's been a lot of them that have been really disappointing or doesn't have much substance to them. One of them that's really disappointing is uh, the Greatest Managers DVD. Yeah, that seems like it could be pretty lacking. It's like any of those that are an hour long um, and just there's it's just fluff. There's not really uh, interesting guys talking about them or in a way that it's like, yeah, I already know that. It's like, no, that's like the old best of WCW VHS that WCW would put out. It's like the best matches of Nitro and it's a 42 minute tape. You're like, and it's clipped. And it's like, what is this? Yeah. It's, so I don't need some guy introducing me anything in front of a chain link fence that's in front of a cinder block wall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, one that's really disappointing, and I, I really never had any intention of buying it. I got it in a two-pack. Uh, the John Morrison DVD, friend of the show. We've had him on, a, on the show before. It is such a thrown-together DVD. You talked about this. I mean, he's such he's an interesting guy that it's sort of – it and could it, be more exciting with him sort of getting to go a little bit more off the cuff, I think. That's what you would describe, right? It's weird because it's in character. It looks like it's shot in a day. He's on the beach. Uh, he's wearing sunglasses, and it's just like rapid-fire stuff that they just quickly threw together. He doesn't really get to say anything interesting. He got uh, a couple funny bits about like him being in character, but you don't learn much about the guy. I mean, he's funny as shit. Like, that's the thing that's sort of always, like... Yeah, they don't show that, it, it looks, except for him and The Miz, like, when they get to be funny together. But you don't see it in the DVD. The first three matches, I think, they show in the compilation, he loses... So you're watching it like, wait, how am I supposed to root for this guy? Like, you're showing me him losing all the time. He's doing these incredible moves, but it's it's just not well put together. Like, uh, from what a CM Punk DVD or a Stone Cold DVD where you learn about the guys, you have other guys like Triple H or Vince or other guys talking about him and their influence, you know. I, I Morrison's read has none of that. It's there was really an article sad. on Apple.com once where they were talking about how a lot of the WWE programmers, like, uh, for their graphics packages, use Avid, I think. No, they use Final Cut. And mm-hmm. they're talking a lot about how they have to put together entire video packages in a day. Like, and they have to, or in, literally, they have to get promotions up. And they have, they're also doing a lot of their own commercials. But any sort of, like, 
rivalry building or any sort of video package they're editing on the fly like they're mm -hmm. they're making it as they're doing it like at the end of wrestlemania yes they have, have the clip package at the end of wrestlemania like hey remember what you just watched now you're gonna get to see it in three minutes instead of three hours and it's better now yeah and they do that but they're also doing graphic stuff and they like when they do intros for pay-per-views and for uh smackdown and raw they are doing that day of and so when they have a dvd it's interesting because that's months of preparation. Yeah, they and have time. It's funny that when they have the time and it's sort of different. The CM Punk one is such a – it's like a revelation because it's – It's like a movie. Yeah, it is like a movie. It's really an, a pretty – like you could have seen – I would have watched that in the theater. I wouldn't have paid for it, but I would have snuck <laughs> in after seeing – Bastard. Bastard, the film. Yes. Um, but there's – there some of them kill it, and other times they're just killing time, it feels like. Well – this is my serious voice. <laughs> this is not killing time. This is, this is uh, uh, again, I have another memo here from Jack Swagger written on an American flag about big time. Pro it says big time promotion. It says big time promotion, which I can only assume WrestleMania 29 is this weekend coming up. And we've got a big guest waiting in the lobby that we're going to have. Oh, to promote WrestleMania? To promote fantastic. WrestleMania because we're going to be watching it. We're going to have our YouTube video with our predictions. And then next week we're going to be talking all about WrestleMania and what happened and our viewing experiences and what went down. So so let's get this guest in here so they can plug away WrestleMania. I'm very excited. Gentlemen, what's happening, guys? How are you? Joker Sting. Hey, I just want to let you guys know about a big-time promotion that's coming to a town near you. <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts. What? Slammiversary 11. No, wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. June 2nd, 2013. <laughs> yeah, baby. I hope you're ready for it, because it's going to be a slamming one. That's two months from now. We're recording on April 2nd right now. Yeah, it's the next biggest pay-per-view you can think of. All the excitement that's been building to a head, ready to burst like a bottle of root beer, ready to pop out of its cap. <laughs> no. It's coming for you. Slammiversary 11, June 2nd, 2013. Sting. Boston, Massachusetts. Sting. Sting. No. Agonist Arena. Sting. Uh, WrestleMania 29 is coming up this Sunday. That's that's really huge and it's and it's and it's soon. It's it's only a couple of days I got away. you. I got you, Scott. I got you. I got you, Scott. I got you, Steve. I understand what you're talking about here. You want to know who's going to be fighting? You want to know what well, the matches are. You want to know I, what's on the card so you got it on a business card so you can hand it out to people and have a great time while you're doing it. You want to impress your friends just like we impress everybody now that we're on tour. Well, I'm sure. Agonist Arena, June 2nd, 2013. <laughs> Slammiversary 11. Well, who will you be facing, Sting? Sting? The Stingman? Yes. The Stinger? Yes. The Icon? Yes. Sting? Yes. As of yet, unbooked. <laughs> Okay. Well, who's in the World Heavyweight title match? The World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, uh, and two months from now, will it still be Bully Ray? As of yet, unbooked. Okay. Who will the challenger be? For the World Heavyweight Championship match yes. at Agonist Arena, yes. Boston, Massachusetts, yes. June 2nd, yes. Slammiversary 11. Yes. As of yet, unbooked. Who are the Possibly Jeff Hardy. <laughs> okay. Are there any commentators that we can expect that will be there? Is that set in stone? Mike Tanay. Okay. As of yet, unconfirmed for that date. <laughs> there seems to be nothing set for this thing. I mean, I'm uh, there's going to be plenty set for this. Slammiversary 11th at Agonist Arena, Boston, Massachusetts, June 2nd, How 2013. Oh, mark your calendars, baby. How much are tickets? 
as of yet undecided. <laughs> okay. Well, Sting, I'm sure we're all very excited for what could be anything happening at this pay-per-view. The Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, well, good. as of yet undecided. Depending on our North Korean overlords. Okay. Well, hey, uh, hopefully it works out. And then uh, us Americans get to celebrate watching... Uh, uh, Professional wrestling, because that's what we call it, at possibly still called Impact Wrestling. Uh, okay, well, great. Sting Panda the- Energy presents the Roll-Em-Ups. <laughs> the Roll-Em-Ups? The Roll-Em-Ups. Is that a band that'll be playing there? No, that's what our name could possibly be, as of yet unconfirmed. All right, well, we're looking forward to it. So thank you, Joker Sting, for the promotion for the pay-per-view that is two months away. Thank you! By the way, have a great time this weekend. Nothing's on. Don't watch it. <laughs> okay, we'll save our money. Well, that wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks. We got a lot of stuff, as we said, uh, WrestleMania 29 predictions on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks podcast. Next week will be dedicated to WrestleMania 29. So send your jerk tweets about what your thoughts were, comments, questions, any of that stuff. All of your positive thoughts about WrestleMania, about how how you impressed you were and how excited and how every match fulfilled every expectations and that there weren't any dips or any lows. It was just an all-around solid pay-per-view. That's right. Setting the stage for another year of programming on WWE. And we'll have Ask Macho. That segment will return next week as well. So tweet us or email us your questions for Macho Man Randy Savage at curtainjerks at gmail.com. And uh, you know what? I got to say best of luck to our general manager. Jack Swagger. Yeah. Hopefully he wins that World Heavyweight Championship. You think it's his time? I do think it's his time. His t-shirt's very interesting looking. It's We the People. It is. And it's brown. It's so strange. It is strange. Yeah. What a weird angle. Get down with the brown, you guys, because uh, the brown is going down, and the brown is Alberto Del Rio. Oh, that was And racial. I am making him go down, down on me, the World Heavyweight Champion, Jack Swagger. Uh, Jax, uh, thanks for your <laughs> Where are you going? I was going to thank him for being our general. We don't have time. That's it. So, Man. you know, I always knew he could. But he did a great cartwheel. God bless America. Uh, John Laurinaitis is that I love. Just like the end of Zero. Stand beside her. Hey, God. There, that's it. It's Mayhem around here. So, Curtin Dirks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact Looking with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedy podcast network.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to us. huge yes yeah, it makes us a global phenomenon you have received this transmission from the comedy podcast network For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.